Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Yesterday I talked about being more than just average people, but being people alive in the Spirit of God. I talked about the church in Revelation at the church of Ephesus and how Jesus complimented them and then told them what they needed to do and what we need to do today. Our Heavenly Father, lead me as I share today. May I share your truth, your biblical truth that will touch lives and and help us in our life to grow in you. God, that we would not be satisfied with status quo. We would not be satisfied with just going through life and just believing. But Lord, we would take action. We would live by the Word of God. We'd be faithful to the house of God. We would touch people's lives and the world would be changed. Lord, help us not to fall into world's patterns, but Lord, fall into your patterns. Help us to live by your Word, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen to Paul's letter to Romans in chapter 8, verse 35 to 39. Very familiar passage of Scripture. He says this, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword. As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to slaughter. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, neither angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor death, nor anything else in all creation, we be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. And I am telling you, folks, that is the truth. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of Jesus except our choices, except for us saying no to serving God with all our heart, soul, and mind, to putting Him first. The Bible says we are more than conquerors through Him who loves us. Can we understand nothing can separate us from God's love? Nothing. God loves you for who you are, but he wants you to love him back and let him help you win life's victory. What would Jesus say to you today? What kind of letter would he write to you? Maybe something like this. Hey, nice job. You're a bright light in your community, and you honor God with your services, and you speak highly of me, but you, but you have fallen prey to all the world offers you, and you do just what it takes to get by. I don't know what he would say. But my hope and prayer would be, he would say, thank you for loving me so much. Thank you for putting me first place in your life. Thank you for loving me so much and honoring me above everything else. Thank you so much that you are concerned for your lost loved ones and friends, and you're doing something about it. Thank you. People of God, victory starts from the inside. Victory starts from the inside. Listen to Paul's words when he's writing from Rome to the church at Ephesus in Ephesians 3.16. I pray out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. It starts from within, having a valuable relationship with him, being in tune with him, spending time with him, getting to know him better, allowing him to direct our paths. People of God, are you allowing him to direct your paths? Or has he fallen? Has he fallen down the list of priorities in your life? Suddenly, he's no longer first place. Oh, but pastor, he is. I love him. What does your life show? What does your life indicate? What are people seeing in you? Are you taking him serious? It's tough for pastors these days. I was just at a pastor's conference in Denver with about 550 pastors and pastors' wives, and I'm telling you what, everybody's going through it because they're fighting the enemy. 
they're fighting the enemy like never before because the enemy has taken a hold of the world and saying, hey, you know, you're just best, uh, just best just getting by. Don't worry about it. Folks, it's time to stay in the Word. This is time to shine. This is time to start revival. This is time to start building the kingdom of God. We've got some things to do. Understand stand this. The enemy has no power over you. He has no power over you. 1 John 4, 4 tells us, you are of God, little children, and have, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You hear that? He who is in you, which is Jesus Christ, his Holy Spirit, is greater than he that is in the world, which is the devil, which is the enemy. He's greater. God is greater. You know, the Spirit of the living God is greater than he who is in the world. Never use the excuse that you can't do it or you don't have it within you. The only way you wouldn't have it within you if, is if he wasn't within you. And folks, you can be victorious in all things if Christ is within you and the Holy Spirit is working in you. Winning the fight between good and evil is all about who is in you. I would ask you to consider right now, who is in you? What is your life being dictated by? Who is dictating your life? Are you letting the world? Are you letting the state? Are you letting the things that are being said? Are you letting people influence you? Are you allowing the word of God to penetrate your heart, your mind? We sing a song in church, and we haven't sang it in a long time, but I like the song. It's called Come Awake. Come Awake. And that's what that's what Jesus said to, uh, to John in, in Revelations. Wake up. Come awake. Awake was used a lot. I like it because it, I think it is a vital to who God wants us to be. He wants us to come awake and take very seriously our Lord and Savior and take very seriously the call he has on us as supposedly people of God. You're in a battle for your spiritual life. Have we woke up to the importance of our God in our lives? Are we aware of where we are in our walk with him, or is it just out there? Come awake, come awake, all of you people, all of my people, me, I want to come awake. You know, it's kind of like your alarm clock. I never get woken up by alarm clock because I wake up way before the alarm clock, always. But if I, for some reason, I need an alarm clock and I'm in a situation, let's say I got to get up at two in the morning to, to go to the airport or something. That alarm clock just startles me like crazy. I mean, it, it just wakes you up right away. And, you know, and sometimes we need that alarm clock in our spiritual lives to come awake and wake us up and get us back in tune with him, get us reading his word, get us praying, get us back in fellowship. We've got a lot of ways that God wants to use us, but we've got to come awake. People, I believe many people are sleeping today. I've seen more people sleeping today than ever before and justifying what they're doing. You can justify anything. I can justify about everything I say. But you know by the Word of God what you need to be doing. And my suggestion for you and for me is let's do it. Let's do it. Let's stand our ground in defending truth. He gives all of us encouragement in the world to come awake and to be transformed by his power, not by words, not by the church, but by the power of God within you. Paul again tells the people in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 2, I think a very familiar passage that most of you again know. 
Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. I'm sure the Apostle Paul wrote this because he had seen over and over the effects of the world on people and how it was taking, taking them away from their first love. Jesus Christ and they were falling victim and schemes of the enemy. They were falling uh, out, of, out of God's grace because they were, they were giving in. And God is saying, hey, I love you, I forgive you, and I know you walk with me, but you're falling away. Turn back, turn away, turn away from sin. As we know, the Bible says that we've all sinned. We all come short of the glory of God. I don't care who we are. But you know what? Jesus wants to bring great victory to your life. So what do we need to do? We need to keep a positive outlook on life. Do you have a positive outlook? You know, nowadays you have all these people talking about end times. And I see why. Folks, I'll be honest with you. I certainly see it because there's so many weird things happening. It's every day you hear something else and you think, boy, this got to be the end. This has got to be the end. But I'm telling you, keep positive. If it is the end, be ready. Be ready when he comes. Let God help you achieve great things. He has great things in store for you. He wants to use you. If he would use just all our radio listeners, if all of us could bind together, we would make a huge difference in this world. And those of us that go to various churches, that if we could help inspire our churches by being faithful and being committed and to serve, we could help change the world. Let God help you achieve great things. He's just not anxious for you to remain in the status quo. He wants you to be alive in him. He wants you to achieve great things. He wants you to be successful. He wants you to have a happy life. And all that comes into play when you allow Jesus Christ be the center of everything you do. He will give you strength. He will give you power. Because yes, not so good things will certainly pop in your life from time to time because you live on this earth. It's gonna happen. People, you're gonna face trials, you're gonna face temptations, you're gonna face decisions, but when you stand on the promises of God, he has given you the means to overcome the world. Let's stand together as a body of believers people. People listening to this radio station, friends that listen, many friends I don't know, I just met, a woman uh, in church last Sunday that said she'd been listening for a long time. I had no idea. And it's so neat to have people like that that tune in. You know, let's be people who hears the Word of God, allows the Spirit to move, and uses us for His glory. See, God love, God's love is so powerful, it never fails. It never quits. It never gives up. It's there for us all the way along the line. So let's put our trust in him. Our Heavenly Father, I love you so much. And God, I so desperately, desperately want to serve you powerfully. I do not want to be swayed by the world. I don't want to give in to the world's directions and the sin of the world and call it right. God, we need to live by your word. Give us that strength. And Lord, inspire the people today. God, may they respond to you, not to me, but to you. May your Holy Spirit burn in their hearts. God, I thank you for the opportunity to share today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.